now for a word from our sponsors, PHL Life Sciences, a division of the Philadelphia Convention and Visitors Bureau. Host your convention or trade show in Philadelphia, one of America's leading life sciences hubs. PHL Life Sciences, the first and only CVB division of its kind, will connect you to the professionals at the forefront of your industry and to a culture you can only find in Philadelphia. A city known for its rich history that's forging a bright future, Philadelphia challenges the expected and defies convention. A world of discovery is waiting. Visit phllife.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to this episode of this Gift Meetings podcast, the podcast for curious event professionals. My name is Andrea Doyle and I am the executive editor of Skiff Meetings. In this episode titled Grit, Key to a Successful Event, I speak with John Hentz, the CEO of Nth Degree and Fern Expo, a full-service global event marketing and labor management company. We chat about consolidation and mergers and acquisitions in the industry, about how face-to-face is more important than ever. We also talk about challenges to keep in mind as we enter 2024 and how it is imperative for meeting professionals to get on the show floor. We also talk about the importance of service in the industry today. I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation and I invite you to check out other episodes of the Skiff Meetings podcast with tips and insights from today's most influential event professionals. You can find all the episodes on our website or by subscribing through your favorite podcast service. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today um, for the Skip Meetings podcast. So I was hoping we could start out by having you introduce yourself, who you are, and how did you get to be you? <laughs> uh, well, John Hentz, uh, as I said, CEO for Nth Degree and Fern. Um, so originally a Canadian, so been been moving around a lot over the years. I've lived in multiple places across the U.S., and so I've really, you know, I've been in the industry now with Nth Degree for six years and it's been a, a fantastic experience, you know, really Nth Degree is known as one of the, the really top quality players in the industry. And it's been a real pleasure working with the organization here. So, um, yeah, been, been a, a great six years and originally came from the logistics and technology spaces. So that was where I started my career out and, and very originally as a chartered accountant in Canada. Wow. So. I, I mean, you know, the events industry is sometimes one that's misunderstood. So I was curious in finding out how you explain to friends and family what you do. You're exactly right. It's not an easy one to explain. So I've I've got it down to pretty much one sentence, but unfortunately, it doesn't really describe too much of the details. So the way I talk to friends about it, I say, you know, we support our partners in putting on incredible in-person events. And, you know, that kind of in many ways that sums it up. But the reality is, as an organization, we do that through three different divisions to go into a little more detail you know, the first one is really the uh, nth degree events, which helps plan the whole event, 
put on all, you know, all the materials that have to be put together in advance and really even bringing together speakers, all that sort of thing. Then it moves on to the general contracting side of Fern, where we're actually planning out the show floor, putting the whole plan together around how the actual in-person event will go. And then nth degree, what we call our XMS or exhibit management services, um, that side then is really very involved in building that customer experience on the show floor and making sure that gets built in a very short time frame and then dismantled a few days later after the <laughs> event's over. <laughs> so you really have a great perspective on events. And I was wondering, what do you feel it takes to create a great event? I think there's, there's one core word to it all, and that's grit. The, the entire industry is built around really very tight timelines, right? Everything's happening at a speed and coordinating across multiple companies, across thousands of people to put an event on. There's a lot of complexity going on and it's, it's never just one company really doing it. There's, there's always many companies involved, many different types of trades, whether it's electricians, you know, union members, labor, all those pieces, all of them have to come together. And in reality, when it's on the, in the actual building, all that stuff has to happen in two or three days before the event, because that building is rented out to someone else before. So it's a, it's, it's a fast paced industry and that's what makes it so much fun and so exciting. So, you know, a lot has happened in the events industry this past year, including a whole lot of consolidation. Um, that holds true for you because in June, Ninth Degree joined forces with Fern Exposition Services. Can you explain a little bit about that and um, why you felt, you know, that was the time to do it? So as, as Nth Degree, we've really had the, the beginning piece of the process and then very much on our IND or XMS side, the actual building and so Fern really brings those two sides together to allow us to offer a full service offering to our client, whether that is our exhibit house and supporting them, you know, once they build the booths to install them, to put on private events, those sorts of things, or whether it's to the corporate client that really needs that, that full service from the perspective of putting the full event on and then having other partners come in to participate in it. But the combination of Nth Degree and Fern it was, a, it was a perfect fit because Nth Degree is very focused on supporting our exhibit house partners. And Fern doesn't play in that space at all. So we, we are really structured as an organization that works with associations to put their event on or to really support an exhibit house to work with their client and put on a private event. And now with Fern's capabilities, Nth Degree did a lot of that in the past, but now we have the rental fleet and all the rest of the stuff to provide the full service offering for those clients. And so there was a really nice fit between the two organizations, not to mention we had almost no overlap on locations. And that's not a common statement in this world now of, of mergers and acquisitions. You know, in this case, We've brought together two organizations. We're operating them separately. However, this wasn't a situation where either organization had to reduce staff or anything. This is all about growth, giving more opportunity for our team members, and really bringing a, that kind of next vertically integrated service offering 
to our clients. And yeah, what absolutely. does this acquisition mean to your clients? So to our clients, it really means expansion of services. So, you know, when you, when you kind of think about we have across our, the two organizations or three operating divisions, um, we have clients in different spaces. So to the firm clients, they've gained an expansion of locations. So now we're covering more than, we have more than 30 offices across the U.S., and that really gives them much more capability than where, where Fern was previously to cover every city in the U.S. at a high service level. It also brings a lot of the services that our events business had, which exhibitor space sales, housing services, registration services, speaker management, sponsorship sales, you know, more design services up front, creative design. And, and really transportation for their product to get it to the show. Then to our events clients, they've now got access to the general contracting services that Fern is able to do. You know, great services like OneRate, where, you know, there's been a lot of frustration in the industry with what's called drayage. Products are coming into the dock, and then there's all these overage charges and stuff like that. Well, Fern doesn't work like that at all. It's a flat price per pound. So we, are, we don't have those situations where clients, you know, the, the exhibit houses and the exhibitors are screaming because all of a sudden they have a bunch of hidden costs and all of a sudden their, their costing is twice what they expected it to be when they show up. And then the last piece really is our XMS business or the nth degree XMS. They now have basically access for the private events to now have a, all the rental equipment that those clients needed. So in the past, we put on large private events for clients, but we have to go and rent everything from other companies to do that, like chairs and you know forklifts and all those types of things. And now with you know the the bringing in of Fern, we're now able to service those clients on both you know on all three sides with much more of a vertically integrated service offering. So it's been exciting from that perspective. So it sounds as if you've become turnkey. Turnkey with a partner. There's very <laughs> seldom that we're doing this whole thing on our own because we have one partner in each case that we are we are basically tying in with and working with. So, for example, the the private events on many of those we're working with an agency or with uh, an exhibit house that has that as their primary client, and now they need all the on-site servicing but they're the ones that are doing the design of the exhibits or the overall show. And we're coming in to service them on the back end. or with associations. When we have them as a client, the reality is we're often not building all the booths, right? That that's, like I said, in this industry, it takes, it takes an army to put on these events, right? There's, there's a lot of partners that are involved to put the whole thing on. So we always have a partner on one component, but we've made it. So now you don't need three, four, five, companies involved that we can really, like I say, support the association, the corporate client and the exhibit house to make sure that we're the one-stop partner to really get them through the process. So it just streamlines things. It does. That's exactly it. It's just, you know, we, we have a situation where in many cases, you know, again, maybe going to the, to the exhibit house partner again, they struggle in the fact that the other general contractors that compete against Fern, 
they're all competitors with the exhibit houses. And so it's, it's a very tough situation for that exhibit house to go then and contract with a competitor, you know, to them while, you know, coming to nth degree or fern, we're able to provide that service and yet not compete with that partner. Now that you have these three companies combined, what does success look like? So success for, for nth degree has always been around the concept of second to none service to our client. Whichever client that's going to be at each of these levels, that is, that is our one real key definition to success is we want to make sure that we are providing the absolute best service we can to our clients. And, you know, unfortunately in a post COVID world, and I hate using those terms, but that whole term is getting forgotten by a lot of companies out there. You know, when you think about going out for dinner or something these days, it's a 50, 50 chance whether you're going to have a good experience or whether even half the food's not going to be available still in some places it's, you know, so that's something where, you know, like every company, we've had to do some work post-COVID rebuilding that, but we've put a huge amount of effort into making sure that our capabilities on the show floor and that our ability to really service all these events is second to none, that we really have top quality people on the floor to make sure our clients get a, a great outcome of their event. I know you're about to announce that you're expanding your suite of service offerings aimed at the association and the for-profit event planners. Can you explain? So that that's very much driven around our events side of the business has always been focused on the tech industry. So they've really had a, a suite of services that has that has been used by you know the RSA, Google you know, Microsoft, these types of companies and at a very, you know, I guess a very complex and large event structure. So we've worked on those services over the last, you know, six months since, since bringing Fern into the, into the family to really set it up so that we can leverage those services and bring them to the association so that they can, you know, benefit the Fern, Fern customers and, and give them a greater suite of services in a single stop. So that kind of goes back to, you know, when you think about helping them sell their service. So as a, as an, an association, their key revenue stream in many time, many cases is really driving those space and sponsorship sales at their events. And so we have a team that is specifically focused on that type of work to bring them a high quality outcome. We have, multiple case studies and multiple situations where we've literally doubled the revenue for our clients through space and sponsorship of bringing in more partners, more people on the show floor, giving them sponsorship, you know, opportunities, those types of things, which then helps them in turn grow their customer base. But that's, so that's really one of the key pieces. We've also have a housing services component where clients that are coming in, um, you know, to, to attend the show they're they basically booking hotels and so on. So we can help manage that entire process, make sure it runs smoothly, make sure there's availability of, of, of hotels and so on. It, and that continues on through um, registration services, creative design services, transportation, 
uh, registration. So, you know, even handling the technology services to put the show on, we have a tech group that actually helps with all those components. So it's really an offering where the association who are, many of them are very leanly staffed. This gives them a capability to supplement their team in an environment right now. that's very hard to find people and to find people that actually know what they're doing in the industry. This gives them a chance to supplement you know, their team with areas that they need help in or where they, you know, need some more experience in. So we have been covering a whole lot um, consolidation in the industry and the fact that there are so many industry associations there's so many um, events and there's a lot of overlap. Do you feel that um, there will be more consolidation in 24? Yeah, I think, I think we we probably saw the peak of it right now coming out of COVID, right? Because so many organizations in this industry, because when you can't get people together face-to-face, this industry, you know, we, we were in a pretty rough spot for, what, 17, 18 months. And so that, that created a lot of mergers of associations and of events. So we definitely saw a pretty large quantity of you know, when it, when it comes down to the pure quantity of events, there's been a big reduction in them uh, from 2019 to today. I don't think we're going to see that level of adjustment over the next couple of years, but we're definitely seeing some of them merge together where it makes sense, right? Where some of them have either not recovered as well after that period, or where they just feel there's a really good synergy between a couple of the events and so I think we'll continue to see some of that. And we'll definitely see just the whole situation where there's consolidators in the space, right? There's some pretty big, you know, uh, for-profit association groups that are, are, you know, consolidating the shows under a single banner, under a single organization. Um, and so that, you know, that's something that actually started well before 2019, but, uh, you know, many companies have been successful doing that over the last period. So I think that'll all continue as just part of the overall global economy where we see consolidations going on really in, in many industries. What is your long-term vision for your three companies? So we've we've definitely have a strategy where we're keeping the three separate. You know, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Fern is a separate corporate entity. We'll operate, you know, as in many ways as its own business. Nth degree events and nth degree XMS run as their own businesses. And then we share some corporate services, you know, finance, IT, marketing, that sort of thing. So those businesses will continue on their own. And, you know, we will definitely go through and continue to, you know, to bring in um, opportunities of other businesses that fit with us. So it's, you know, it's, it's part of our structure of how we work. And when we see an opportunity where we can enhance and improve our services to our clients, we definitely pursue those situations. Um, but I think, as I said earlier, really the key to us we're not open to just buying more organizations. What we're really focused in, on is that end service to our client. It, that's, that is what it's all about for us. We want to make sure we bring in services and capabilities into our portfolio that makes sense for our client. And, you know, and as long as that holds true, and like I say, those clients are 
we have corporate tech clients, we have associations, and we have exhibit houses. Those are the three clients that we focus in on and we'll continue to focus in on and make sure that we, we bring them second to none service. Are you ready to celebrate your successes in the world of meetings and events? The Skift Meetings Awards are back for 2024, recognizing the most innovative business events companies across 15 categories, and we want you to be a part of it. Winners will feature on Skift Meetings, sending a clear signal to events professionals around the world that these are partners they can rely on. The final deadline for submissions is June 11th. We encourage you to start your submission today to secure the best entry rates. For more information and to start your submission, head to live.skift.com. So we've talked about consolidation. We've talked about how, you know, customer service in some areas is still lacking. What other trends are you seeing as we approach a new year? So we've definitely, you know, as, as we kind of look at how the events have recuperated again, and I hate coming back to this, but from the, you know, from the 2020 and 21 time period, we've definitely seen different um, verticals come back at different speeds. So the nice thing is we've definitely seen industrials, uh, regional shows, they came back in a fantastic manner. They, they surpassed 2019 levels quite some time ago already, but then there's other industries, you know, more tech, pharma, healthcare, those types of industries, they've been struggling a little bit to get back to the 2019 attendee volumes and so on. Now, there's other examples to that. One of the shows we put on is RSAC in uh, San Francisco. We actually, on that show, we hit record levels uh, in the 2023 show, which was fantastic. But it, that has not been maybe true across everything at this point, uh, you know, in those spaces. So I think those are all now getting back to 2019 and hopefully we'll see those expand beyond uh, 2019 levels. I think one of the things that's affecting it so much is we have so many people that are working from home or working in a hybrid environment, you know, these, these opportunities to get together with whether it's even coworkers or, you know, workers, you know, other people in your industry you know, these live events, these opportunities to be face-to-face, -face, I think they've become more and more important. Like it's it's really a situation where, you know, at RSAC, when I was out there, I couldn't believe, and you know, that was early part of this year, there were people like hugging each other everywhere. It was just, it, it was amazing. Like, you know, and, and when you think about six months earlier, you were seeing none of that kind of stuff, but some of these people, their offices weren't back in person yet even. So they were seeing some, in some cases, even coworkers they hadn't seen in ages. And in other cases, just, you know, industry people that they hadn't seen for multiple years that they were used to getting together with every year. And, you know, it's nice to see those bonds, right? Where people are just happy to be back in person. And I think that's a great trend for this industry, right? I think it's why we're going to see, um, attendance levels and stuff actually surpassed 2019 levels and, you know, significantly grow beyond there. So nothing better than a hugathon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On the other um, side of the spectrum, what are the biggest challenges you feel the industry is currently facing? So 
you know, obviously inflation, we've definitely, you know, been facing that in a pretty hard way. Transportation costs have really skyrocketed. And then we've also seen some cities, right? When you think about, in general, the Northeast uh, region, you know, you think about the Boston's, New York's, places like that, the cost of putting on shows there has really skyrocketed. It's become a little bit of a problem, which is a little bit sad in those areas because it's it's shifting shifting more of the conferences away from those areas. But so I, I think, you know, really just the, the inflation costs, you know, these, these issues where um, expenses have just, and, and maybe last minute expenses have sometimes skyrocketed on clients. You know, it's something we've focused on is really making sure through our organizations, we don't have those situations. Uh, but unfortunately across the industry, that is not the case in many cases, right? People have some significant surprises. The other thing we're still seeing, while the U.S. Um, industry has bounced back, um, when you look overseas, that is not the case. We still see, you know, in, in Europe, Asia Pacific, we just aren't seeing the same kind of volumes that we saw in 19 in general, uh, a lot of shows have dis disappeared. A lot of shows have much lower attendance still. And then we're also seeing the amount of international attendees coming into U.S. shows. We're also seeing that that, that is being pretty significantly down from what it used to be. So, so hopefully that will move forward. And why do you feel international attendance is down? Well... That gets to a complicated one. I'm not that that one. I got to say, I, I don't have the same level of understanding on that one. I, you know, I do know in the U.S. Right, we we're quicker to jump in on some of these things, and the impact overseas. A lot of the regulations around COVID and stuff were a lot more intense, and maybe have lasted longer. Um, and so I think that's had a little bit of an impact as to how they kind of have come back post. You know, when I think about like the, the South and so on, where some of the regulations during COVID were the most open, if we can use that term, uh, those areas have rebounded the quickest, right? People got used to being face-to-face -face and, and business wasn't set back. But you think about some downtowns right now, you go to the convention centers and they don't always, have, you know, a lot of the restaurants around the convention center and stuff are still shut down in some cities and so on. And, you know, that's, that's made a, a harder time of a comeback. And again, I haven't done a lot of international travel at the moment, you know, in, in these locations, but I would imagine some of that's still impacting, you know, some of their willingness to have shows again right now and so on. And, so. and you mentioned New York and Boston as being particularly expensive. Why is that the case? You know, you take some of those, those core cities and, um, core union cities, they, they have a cost structure around them that, you know, and even if you just think about like a New York or, or Boston, as you said, bringing material into those cities, storage, just all the pieces that go around with it, the, the union rates, unfortunately, that go with those cities, it, it just makes them a little bit of a, a heftier lift, not to mention hotel costs, travel costs in it all, all those pieces just come together. And it's why we're seeing, you know, cities like, like Nashville, where they made investments during COVID on adding hotel space, expanding their convention space. 
you know, now Nashville's become expensive. We, we got a lot of honeymooners and, uh, and people going there for bachelorette parties and bachelor parties. But uh, those cities that were a little more reasonably priced, they've, we've definitely seen a rebound in those cities quicker than we have in other cities. You know, some of the, some of the more expensive and unfortunately some of the cities on the West coast that are, you know, have been impacted post, post this period, we see a little bit of still not hitting historical numbers there while, um, you know, more of the Southeast cities and so on are well surpassing their 2019 numbers. If you could change one thing about the event industry, what would that be? Um, well, I, I, I'd probably go back to, um, thinking about how different cities promote, uh, trade shows and this whole industry. It would be nice that there was a little bit more equal emphasis on, on that. Um, <laughs> sorry, one second. that there was a little more equal emphasis on, you know, on, on the exhibit and trade show industry across the country. Cause we find at this point now we're getting some concentration in certain cities that we'd uh, love to see, you know, spread across the country. Right. Cause like, like we just said, the New York, Boston, they're great cities to visit tons to offer, but if, you know, if they're, you know, local and state governments aren't focused on the industry and making sure that it's accessible, then it ends up in a situation where, you know, those cities just have less and less conferences. And, you know, it's, I'd much prefer that, you know, every state and city be focused on that and promoting the, you know, the, their conference halls and so on to promote this business. What is your vision for the future of events? So I think when we look at where it's gone, you know, in these last couple of years, I think the, the concept of it becoming more and more important is definitely feels like the direction it's moving right now. Um, we're in a situation where, you know, as we kind of said earlier, the the whole focus on work from home work remote work you know hybrid it, you know it's a great trend for this industry because it really brings people together and so i think this industry is going to continue to see a boom for multiple years in the future right you know it looks looks like we're not hopefully in for a recession this coming year it seems like that you know knock on wood um i think I think even with those situations now, this industry is becoming more and, and more important and more of a standard and will be impacted less by those types of things. Just, just because it's that opportunity to get together, to spend time, you know, face-to-face -face with customers and so on, which just honestly has been happening less over the last years. So, so as workforces are more dispersed, the need to get together is greater, isn't it? Right. That's uh, that nice way to put it. Exactly. I think that th this trend, we're definitely we're definitely seeing it and feeling it. I think the industry has really just the speed it bounced back at right post post 2022 or 20, 2021 um, has been incredible. It's just 
you know, so, and I think I, I don't see that stopping. I see that continuing to build over the next years um, and just becoming a more important part of the whole marketing program for many companies. Um, what advice can you offer meeting professionals looking to advance their careers? So I think, and th this may come across a little self-serving, but, uh, it, but it's not either. So uh, the, the ability to get, you know, for, for people in the industry to work with companies like Nth Degree, like Fern, um, like also like our, our competition, um, it gives you a very broad experience of the industry. It lets you work with many different clients quickly and to get really a, a very intense experience where you're really working across such a different client set you know, we've definitely seen a lot of that. And it's, it's been an exciting time. We've, we've put in some programs where we're really working hard on attracting people from other industries into this industry. And it's been incredible, the reaction we've got. The, our recruiting programs have been highly successful. We've brought in, brought in a tremendous amount of people into the industry that were in different careers before and they're loving it right like it's and they definitely find they figure it out very quickly like either that that whole thing we talked about at the beginning of the conversation around grit like you know that that intense pressure and the, the excitement of the events people figure out very quickly do they love it and then they're probably going to be in it for pretty much forever or do they hate it and they don't want to be on site and under that excitement you know for someone that that's been in the industry already for a while the one thing I would recommend, especially for people that maybe have come in, you know, in the last year or two, get onto the show floors. You know, if, if you're in this events industry, you need to get down to the show floor and experience it while it's being put together. And then also while, while the actual show is on, I think that's, that would probably be my biggest piece of advice for someone if they haven't been to the show floor, very important to get down there and see what all has to come together because it gives you an appreciation and an understanding of why there is so much pre-planning, you know, and, and everything has to work while it looks like organized chaos on the floor. It's, it takes a tremendous amount of organization to make that all happen in, in such a short period of time. And like you said, a tremendous amount of grit. Yes. <laughs> Early mornings and late nights sometimes. <laughs> So we always end our podcast conversations by asking who should we have on the next podcast and what would be one question we should ask that person? Um, so someone I would recommend is uh, Tracy Dupree. She has taken on the position of uh, marketing leader for PCMA. So, and she comes from the corporate side uh, on the, in a big tech company. And so she'd be a great person to talk with a lot of perspective there on, you know, really just understanding what it takes, you know, from the, from the client side to setting up a show and now being, you know, in an, in an industry organization, you know, and, and seeing the trending and everything that goes on. I think she could be a, a great person to, to ask the questions about, you know, as, as you were just asking me about what it takes in this industry, you know, to, to be successful and to grow in this industry and honestly where it's going. So. Very great. All right. I'll definitely reach out. Anything right. else that I didn't ask that you feel is important? Um, no, I think we, we really covered a lot of pieces. I think it's, 
you know, and I think it's an, you know, as, as we've kind of talked overall, it's an exciting time for the industry. As you've kind of brought up with many of your questions, we've really seen some significant consolidations in the last while and some, um, some big movements in the industry overall, just with all the changes that have happened. So it's been uh, an exciting time in the industry, right? There's just a lot going on. There's a lot of, you know, private equity getting involved in the, in the whole industry, right? Which is bringing on some of those consolidations you talked about. Um, it's a, you know, it, it's, it's a good time from the perspective of, there's a lot of change coming and a lot of opportunity. So I think for, you know, many of the new people coming into the industry, it's, you know, it's, it's just an exciting time. I think they should have a, a, a great opportunity if they have the grit to survive it. <laughs> <laughs> Back to that word. Yeah. <laughs> but um, has grit always been a word that's important to you? Absolutely. It's actually, it is, it's the, the first first uh, component of our corporate culture is is grit. We just know that's that it's a piece of of this industry, right? You you need to be there for your client. And that many times with all these deadlines, you know, high pressure situations, multiple organizations involved, you know, Nth Degree's always been known as a company with grit and with the best people to make sure your event happens. And that that is that is this the organization of nth degree and fern that is what we're focused on and we'll continue to focus on that's wow. <laughs> great well this has been great i thank you so much and you know it's really given me a better perspective on your company and your plans for the future appreciate it andrea thank you very much thank you both <laughs>